Crack a lacking, party people. Um, only one half of the dynamic duo, the disastrous double. Uh, Dylan's not here today. We had some scheduling issues this weekend. I saw him like 18 different times, but couldn't get some time to do the podcast really. Just between his OnlyFans debut and my QAnon meetings, it was really hard to kind of get together and and really come to get to. To, to, to put the podcast together without one of those interfering. Um, just kidding. But I'm just going to do an episode myself this weekend. Maybe he'll be back next weekend. Maybe he won't. Who knows? Maybe I don't want him back anymore. No, I do. But so this past weekend was a pretty big weekend. A lot going on. There was a large UFC fight uh, Saturday night. And then the Super Bowl was last night. I'm recording this Monday morning. It's usually when the podcasts come out, so this one's going to come out a little later than they usually do. But um, Saturday night after the fights, uh, fights were good and everything. I went to Pocahontas, uh, watched them with Brett and Dylan, Lindsay. Um, on my way back, uh, I was I was casually cruising. It was about 1230 at night, you know, just like anybody does, 79 and a 60. Actually, I was, I was probably closer to 85 and a 60, but I just so happened to see a vehicle up there on the side of the road slow down a little bit because anytime I see a vehicle on the side of the road, I potentially think it could be a cop because they drive so many different fucking cars, trucks, undercover vehicles nowadays. I'd just rather be safe than sorry with it. Wasn't safe enough. <clears throat> Managed to get down to 79 before he clocked me, I guess, and ended up pulling me over. So this is where it gets kind of crazy. Um, I was in my girlfriend's car. We were driving Rachel's car. Uh, and I forgot to bring my wallet. So he asked for driver's license and registration. She has the registration. I don't have my driver's license. So I tell him my name. Typical name, Samuel Fears, you know. Um, he goes and tries to look it up. He tells me he can't find my name. Um, he asked me where I'm from. I tell him my address and shit, tell him where I'm going. And then he uh, he goes back, tries to find me again, says he can't find me. So I give him my social. I'm like, bro, can you just look me up from my social? Like, my name's not in there. I'm... So he goes and tries to look me up by my social. And I think, I think before that he had asked me if I had like a picture of my driver's license or anything like that. Um, I had a picture... I did have a picture of my recent one, but I couldn't find it. Um, so I found a picture of my old one, which will have the same driver's license number from whenever I get it updated and shit like that. He tries to look me up by my driver's license number and it doesn't come up. That won't come up. So I give him my social. <clears throat> I'm like, bro, I'm an American citizen, I promise. He's kind of looking at me suspicious at this point. So he goes and looks at looks up my social and he comes back and says that it came back as a different name. He says, Andrew Diaz. I don't know if you watch this Andrew Diaz or not, but uh, I gave him my social and it said it came back as another person. So at this point, he's got like, he didn't actually, he's, he, he's like ready to go. He's looking at me suspicious. He's thinking I'm a mule or some shit. He's ready to take me out, cuff me up. Um, And at one point he said, uh, he said, I hope we're able to figure this out. We don't want to have to get state police out here and have to fingerprint you and DNA you and 
put you in the system and shit like that. Because I guess I wasn't. Maybe he was thinking I wasn't in the system. I don't know what was going through his mind. But bullshit was the only thing going through my mind. Um, I was thinking, like, maybe somebody had stolen my identity in the last couple of hours. And I just so happened to get pulled over. And this this happened. But to resolve the issue, it they have a, a new dispatch lady at night. And she typed in... One of the things that I gave, I'm assuming it was my name wrong because my name would my name came up after she got my social security number right. Um, so I'm guessing she typed my name in wrong, but he comes back and he says, "Man, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, I'm going 79 and 60. This is why I get pulled over. I'm going 19 over at 12:30 a.m." He says, "Man, for the trouble, I'm just going to let you off the warning." Um, he's like, I could have gave you a ticket for 17 over, could have gave you a ticket for not having your driver's license, which I didn't think you had to have your driver's license. Is that, is that new or has that always been a thing? Am I just wrong? Uh, but he just let me go. We were there for like 30 minutes. Told me to slow the fuck down and go home. I said, my man, you, you know, I will. I appreciate this. Um, but it was wild. I haven't been pulled over in a long time. I guess I was due. Uh, I think I was calm, cool, and collected, though. Getting really fucking nervous whenever he kept coming back and saying he couldn't find me in the system, though. That was kind of unnerving. Un unnerving. Unnerving. Irving. Irving Meyer. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if maybe he thought I was like an illegal citizen or something like that. I'm not really sure what was going through his mind. Rachel was freaking out. She was like, how is he not in the system? But that was fun Saturday night. Uh, Super Bowl yesterday was, was a decent game. I wanted the Rams to win. Joe Burrow, I think, obviously this is like his third fucking year in the league. Made it to the Super Bowl. He's just starting. He just got a taste. Uh, it's going to be good. He's got a good future ahead of him. I like the way it looks. Um, I wanted to kind of, for some reason, I've been looking at... Well, actually, what happened was I was thinking, like... I ended, I was watching the Randall Carlson, Joe Rogan episode recently, and he kind of talks about these disastrous events that earth could experience that we're like not prepared for whatsoever. Like if this happened, like we're just like, fuck it. We're out of luck. There's nothing we can do. Oh, well, see y'all later. Maybe in the next life. Um, and I got to thinking about that. I was like, damn, we are, we are ill prepared to, to, to deal with any sort of extraterrestrial natural disaster that happens to, to enter our atmosphere and wreak havoc upon us all. And I was thinking about, what one of those would be and it, like an asteroid strike that would fuck us up obviously um and then i remembered about these super volcanoes that we've got you know the yellowstone volcano I don't know if you've ever, i'm sure you've heard of it if not where the fuck have you been yellowstone super volcano you know yellowstone national park in colorado um so i, I did a little little looking up i was gonna, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about a super volcano i'm just trying to scare the shit out of you um Kind of gets you thinking about something maybe a little more important. 
than than what's kind of going on right now. I think we're kind of worried and scared about the maybe not the wrong things, but um, there are not that we can do anything if a super volcano erupts. That's one of these things that is kind of like, oh fuck it, we're we're screwed anyway. But it's a uh, it's something legit to worry about, not like whether or not that blue-haired motherfucker over there has got a dick or not. That's... <laughs> super volcano is a little more extreme than that. So what is a super volcano, right? What's the difference in a volcano and a super volcano? I got my laptop right here. I'm going to do a little looking up and reading. Um, so a super volcano is an eruption of a magnitude 8, so they have a volcanic explosivity index. Um... And a supervolcano has to have erupted at a magnitude of 8 on this index. Meaning that at one point in time, it erupted 1,000 cubic kilometers or 240 cubic miles of material. So think for a second. 240 cubic miles. That's three-dimensional. When you cube something, it's three-dimensional. So 240 miles Forward and back, 240 miles side to side, and 240 miles up and down for, for just like a reference. So that's a super volcano. If a volcano can shoot shit up in the air 240 miles, it's a super volcano. At Yellowstone, apparently the largest eruption that has ever occurred 2.1 million years ago, was 2,450 cubic kilometers. So for it to be a super volcano and hit an eight on the volcano explosivity index, it has to hit over 1,000 cubic kilometers. Yellowstone 2.1 million years ago hit 2,450. So it was 250% more than what is the baseline requirement for being a super volcano. And so that would be, how many miles is that? Two and a half. 250 times two and a half, what was that? 500, like 600 maybe, 625, some shit like that. 625 miles of shit, not shit, <laughs> of ash went up into the air and out to the sides when this volcano erupted 2.1 million years ago. They call them calderas, I guess, is the technical term for a volcano. A caldera, maybe? Um, or it's, no, a caldera is what forms after a volcano erupts from the lava burning into the ground. But Yellowstone is the one of these super volcanoes. And so, I don't know if you've ever been to Yellowstone National Park, but they have... The reason it hasn't erupted in so long is because it's got these pressure release geysers and the famous one that they have there is Old Faithful. I know you might have heard of that and it's like, I can't remember how far it shoots water into the air, but it's, I think it's a couple hundred feet. And if it weren't for these release valves and these what are they, geysers, yeah, these geysers, um, they release the pressure that builds up from, I guess the heat and the molten magma moving around flowing around down there under the surface. 
releases some of the pressure so that it doesn't build up and this volcano doesn't erupt. So I got another thing here. What would happen if Yellowstone erupted? Well, if Yellowstone erupted, here's what it says. I'm going to read it. If another large caldera forming eruption, and a caldera is the, it's like a crater that forms after a volcano erupts. If another large caldera forming eruption were to occur at Yellowstone, its effects would be worldwide. Such a giant eruption would have regional effects such as falling ash and short term. And by short term, they're calling this years to decades. So for, ye for years and maybe tens of years, the global climate would change. Those parts surrounding states of Montana, Idaho, and Wyoming that are closest to Yellowstone would be affected by plyoclast no, sorry, by pyroclastic flows, while other places in the United States would be impacted by falling ash. The amount of ash would decrease the further you get from the volcano. So what's a pyroclastic flow, you ask? Well, let me look. Maybe. So a pyroclastic flow contains a high-density mix of hot lava blocks, pumice, pumice, I don't know what the fuck that is either, ash, and volcanic gas. They move at very high speeds down volcanic slopes, typically following valleys. Um... Pyroclastic flows destroy nearly everything in their path. Is this what happened to Pompeii? What is what happened to Pompeii? With rock fragments ranging in size from ash to boulders that travel across the ground at speeds typically greater than 50 miles per hour? Holy shit. So you've got hot lava, magma, ash, and boulders just mowing down anything in their path at 50 miles an hour. That's pretty quick. The extreme temperatures of the rocks and the gas inside a pyroclastic flow generally range between 200 degrees Celsius and 700 degrees Celsius, which for my American listeners, 390 degrees Fahrenheit to 1300 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. So that's kind of, that's what a pyroclastic flow is. <laughs> um, so that's what would happen if Yellowstone were to erupt. But the chances of this happening, they say, in the next few thousand years are exceedingly small, which, boo, you know, want something interesting to happen. Um, and they have an article right here. Is Yellowstone overdue for an eruption? No, they say it's not. Volcanoes don't work in predictable ways. That's bullshit. They don't follow predictable schedules. Um, so Yellowstone has experienced three large explosions, it says. 2.8 million years ago, 1.3 million years ago, and 630,000 years ago. So an average of about 725,000 years between eruptions, we still have another 100,000 years to go. Damn it. 
<clears throat> this says that there's only only five to fifteen percent of the magma under Yellowstone is even molten, so like melted, able to move around. The rest of it's solid, but it's really hot. Uh, so not really not an opportunity <clears throat> for a catastrophic event in terms of. Yellowstone supervolcano. I think there's a couple other supervolcanoes around the earth. There's like four or five, maybe. There's one in Japan. Maybe one in Hawaii. Look those up, because if, if you want to know, look them up, because I'm probably bullshitting. If you've never been to Yellowstone, if you ever get a chance to go, you need to check it out. The geysers, Old Faithful, they've got these hot sulfur springs that just smell like absolute ass. Imagine the worst thing you've ever smelled times 10, and it's just coming up out of the ground so it's kind of weird to be honest with you it's 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 almost impossible to be there because you can't cover your nose enough like it gets through anything that you try and cover your nose with so check that out if you get a chance um i appreciate you listening this was episode 69 nice face your fears it was just me just me this week dylan hates me now um he beat the shit out of me this weekend Left me in a ditch. Uh, so I'm not friends with him anymore. Uh, just kidding. He'll probably be back next weekend. We'll do some bullshit. Uh, but till then, you know, stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> and we'll catch you. Catch you in the next one, brother. <laughs>